Hello and welcome to the Zurich Light Podcast. My name is Ian Slattery and I'm joined today by Zurich's Head of Investment Development, Richard Temple. This investment podcast does not constitute an offer and should not be taken as a recommendation from Zurich. Advice should always be sought from an appropriately qualified professional. You can subscribe to this podcast through iOS and Android, which will allow you to download and listen offline. Today, we're going to be speaking about recent market events that have made the headlines, uh, what this might mean for investors, and ultimately what Zurich Investments' outlook is in relation to the Zurich funds. So good morning, Richard. Good morning, Ian. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. And I hope all good with you. I'll just get straight into it. So October defied the history books as equity markets recovered very strongly across the month after a somewhat mixed September. Can you talk us through what the key events for the month of October were? Okay, I'll, I'll try. Um, obviously, we've had a very strong run in equities this year, following on pretty strong year last year, with the exception of that big correction in, in end of February, early March. So equities have been strong. As you said, it came off just a little bit uh, in September, uh, mainly to do with the fact that we've had a pickup in inflation in America in particular, and we'll, we'll be talking about that later on. But last month, um, I think markets rose primarily because we've had some very strong earnings around the world. So third quarter earnings have come out very strong in most places. We have very strong economic growth and strong earnings growth. um, And that helped the markets, the equity markets uh, rise during the month of October. Um, Bonds did not perform so well and, and fell back further. You've mentioned earnings there, which which the Q3 earnings have been coming through and they've been pretty positive. But what's the economic data been looking like uh, on an overall picture? If we take, say, GDP over the last number of months and what we might expect. And similarly with the likes of PMI data. Yeah, well, economic growth has been exceptionally strong since the, you know, the, the early parts of the pandemic. The recovery in economic growth has been exceptional. Um, and that is moderating now. So the last number of months, we've actually seen economic growth moderating. It's still positive. We expect it to be positive into next year, but it's going to be nothing like what we saw uh, post-pandemic when we had the big recovery from the lockdowns. And we've seen that in the earnings outlook as well. Uh, earnings this year up about 50%, which is which is huge from last year. But of course, last year was 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 hurt by the lockdowns. And then we're looking at earnings growth um, next couple of years, high single digits. So a a moderation in economic growth and and earnings growth, but still in the positive territory. You you make a good point there. It's it's coming off those such low levels that we saw post pandemic. So it's always been worth looking at that in, in the right perspective. If we just maybe talk about some of the more individual asset classes in further details, uh, you, you mentioned equities were strong on the back of the earnings momentum we saw. Um, obviously, price and earnings gives us one of the most uh, closely watched ratios in terms of the PE ratio, but how has that all worked so far um, or over the last month or so? Okay, um, well, just briefly last month, we had some very strong markets. The US was up you know, over 7%. It was the strongest market. And the world market in euro terms was up nearly 6% last month. So uh, very strong growth. The interesting thing thing about the price earnings multiple, which as you said, is the price divided by the earnings per share, is that it's it's at a reasonably elevated um, area, but it's been like that for quite some time. And of course, the reason behind that is that the price and the earnings have both been rising roughly at the same, same speed. Uh, and that's why the price earnings multiple, it is, you know, it's about 19 times for the global stock market forward earnings. 
which is on a standalone basis is not cheap, to put it mildly. But of course, um, you know, equities still look much better value than most other asset classes, but particularly cash and government bonds. So you mentioned a, a broadly positive uh, backdrop for equities with the earnings keeping uh, pace, at least with the, with the price movements. That concept of relative valuation is something Zurich look at quite closely, particularly in our multi-asset funds. And I think it, it's 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 been clear to the market that we have had a cautious outlook for government bonds. Um, so maybe could you maybe discuss what we've seen in government bonds uh, over the month of October and, and some of the, the reasons behind it? Yeah, I mean, we have not liked uh, government bonds for some time. And the reason is that they offer a very very low yield in Europe. It's a negative yield in the US. It's a slightly positive yield, about 1.4% currently for 10 year bonds. So bonds are not attractive. When you compare that with equity markets, which have a dividend yield of about two and a half percent and an earnings yield, which the inverse of the price earnings multiple of about 5%, uh, equities still look much more attractive. Um, and that is why people are moving into equities and continue to move into equities. So when, when it comes to government bonds, uh, we, we, we don't really like them uh, and we prefer corporate bonds to government bonds. Corporate bonds offer about a 50 basis point pickup in yield over, over government bonds. So over the last 18 months, we've been selling um, you know, government bonds, buying corporate bonds in our multi-asset portfolios. And the duration of the bonds that are left in the portfolio the duration is low, which means that if uh, interest rates were to rise, there won't be much volatility for the bonds that we have remaining in our portfolios. I think that's a, a great example of, of the active management approach that Zurich employs in being able to do and make those sort of decisions. I suppose we spoke about equities and we've spoken about bonds, but if we look at the overall economic picture, um, economic data has been positive and there's been a general optimistic mood out there. but there's always risks and um, we did mention inflation earlier on. I, I think it's fair to say that's probably one of the bigger ones, but what sort of risks are we identifying um, across investment markets at the moment? Okay, well, I think the, the two ones which I've probably covered is that you know, on a standalone basis, the price earnings multiple is not cheap. So that's one thing that happened in the back of our minds all the time. The, 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 the real danger at the moment is, is the prospect of that, the, the rise we've seen in inflation, particularly in America, that it isn't transitory, that it's more permanent, and that would not be a good environment, particularly for government bonds and cash, but also for, for equities. You know, equities don't like high inflation. Almost no asset class likes high inflation. And um, you know, so we, we, we're watching those numbers very carefully. The whole market is. We're keeping a weather eye on it. And US inflation, short-term inflation has gone from just below the target, which is 2%, up to over 5% today. And we believe it's transitory for, for a couple of reasons. One is there's a, you know, the supply chain has been clogged up, uh, you know, so the, the various commodities aren't getting through, even though there's strong demand. And the second thing is the base effect from last year. So I mean, oil prices went down to $20 a barrel 18 months ago, and now they've risen significantly up towards, you know, 70 plus dollars a barrel. And, um, you know, that that's an inflationary move but there's a base effect. So some of these commodities have come from very low bases uh, when the lockdowns happened. Now things are returning to normal and these uh, these commodities have risen sharply uh, and that's causing causing inflation. As we go through the next 18 months, 
it is probable that inflation will come back down towards the target level of 2%. But those you know, will be the two main concerns. I mean, the, the inflation uh, and just keeping an eye on that price earnings multiple. And if interest rates were to rise, um, you know, then equities will become less attractive than they are at the moment against those two asset classes I refer to cash and government bonds. But the, the, the relative valuation outlook from Zurich still still favours our equities and that's that's represented in into our funds as well. But I just ask you two final questions together is um what's the current positioning of, of Zurich across our, our portfolios and our multi-asset funds and how does that feed into our outlook into the future as well? Okay, so when it comes to, to assets, we maintain an overweight position in, in um, our bias towards the equity markets. Um, obviously, we're active managers. We may at some point reduce the equity slightly, um, but we maintain a strong equity bias. We don't like government bonds, as I've mentioned. We prefer corporate bonds, um, and we don't like cash for obvious reasons. So that's a kind of our asset position, and, and we're maintaining that and have held that position for a number of years now, and that has helped us outperform significantly against our, competitive, our comp competition, including this year and including last month. We had a very strong month uh, in relative terms to our competition. So the performance has been good. One of the reasons is we've had a strong equity bias. And the second over the last couple of years is we've had a strong bias towards some of the technology stocks and, 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 and those kind of sectors uh, and an underweight <coughs> position to some of the sectors that we call bond proxies like consumer staples and, and utilities. So our active approach of, of liking equities, uh, having a bias towards um, you know, some of the growth areas like technology uh, has helped us perform very strongly in both absolute and relative terms. Perfect, thank you very much for that, Richard. And that brings us to the end of this podcast episode. Uh, thanks, Richard, for joining me today and updating us on the recent market events and Zurich's investments positioning. And thank you all to our listeners as well. As always, for more information on our fund range and to catch up to all the latest investment news, please visit Zurich.ie. Past performance is not a reliable guide to future performance. Benefits may be affected by changes in currency exchange rates. The value of your investment may go down as well as up. If you invest in these funds, you may lose some or all of the money you invest. Zurich Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. 